Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura and you're listening to Izzy Rock from the Hard Side Podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. I'm These are Tales from the Hard Side, painted so vivid, kicking real-life stories, not woven or knitted. Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen, dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge, and sharing some wisdom. Going down that rough road only makes you tougher. It's a beautiful struggle, sometimes we suffer. Let the people know you aren't in this alone. This talk is deep, it cuts down to the bone. No fakeness here, this as real as it gets. Hazardous on the mic, kick it live and direct. Spread that vibe everywhere, all across the globe. The idea's real simple, there's no secret code. Reach out to the people, spread that positive energy. Cause we're all looking for a little bit of serenity. Whatever little part of this planet you live in, these tales from the hard side are now transmitting. 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 Tales from the hard side. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 173 of Tales from the Hard Side. I'm your host, Izzy Rock. You can go to theizzyrock.com for all the information you need from me. And please go check out my social media at the Easy Rock. If you guys would want to call the voicemail, I do have a voicemail line, and I love voicemails. Um, if you want to call the voicemail line, it's 937-265-2024, and it will be played on the podcast. Once again, that's 937-265-2024. Also, go rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you can. And go support the GoFundMe if you want. Don't feel compelled to. But if you want to help out and sponsor the podcast, it's there. Just search for Help Keep Izzy Podcasting. This podcast is released on June 16th, 2015. And it's with a few dudes that I met doing the Gym City Podcast. And so I drove out to Troy to have a podcast with them. Uh, we'll go from left all the way around uh, the table and just introduce yourself and your social media and all that. This is your boy, J-Ro. What's good? Social media, Facebook.com slash Alliance Records. You can find us. There's a uh, little thing right there. I should probably mention the fact that we are Alliance Records, if you don't know already. It's man, yeah. It's man on my left. Go ahead. What up, what up? I'm Knox, uh, local Dayton area rapper, a.k.a. your mom's secret lover. I love all of you. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, hit me up at knoxofficial.com. You can get me at official Knox at Twitter. I uh, got the Instagram. I got all that shit. So, um, yeah, you can do uh, just uh, type Knox, K-N-O-X-X, all caps. Make sure it's all caps. Not that it matters, but it just gives me pride. So <laughs> Yeah, this is your boy Chuck. You can find me at uh, Facebook.com slash Carlos Thomason, Chucky in parentheses, Grind City Promotions. Uh, uh, we got uh, what you call it for that? Facebook.com slash Grind City, G-R-Y-N-D City. That's right. What up? Mike here, Southside Soldiers. Again, same thing. Alliance Records, Grind City Promotions. 
I'm the other half of the Southside Soldiers being Sam. Um, they already covered all of our websites and shit, so come check it out. Nice. All right, so I had you guys on the Gym City Podcast, and I want to I wanna thank you for being on the Gym City Podcast, yes, for one. And uh, as I told you before, sometimes I come across people that they don't necessarily take it too seriously, what, what they're doing. They're just having fun, which I don't have any problem with that. Right. But when you see dudes like yourselves who are out there and you're trying to build a scene, you're putting on shows, you're doing what you're doing, it's really cool to watch. And so you guys, we'll, we'll get to your backstory and everything. And I also want to talk about, um, about like how you all got started. Cool. But let's talk about some of the shows that you've, you're putting on and that you've put on for the local music community. Sure thing. First show, hand it over to my boy Knox. Uh, let's see. You want me to mention the Odd Body show? No, I'm no, do that. Yeah, One Eye Jacks. One Eye Jacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, June 17th, One Eye Jacks. Uh, you've got Alliance Records. Nope. No, that is not, that is not even a one iota correct. See, I, I should have I took notes. Mike, Mike had a notebook. But uh, uh, you have Cess Crew coming to town at One Eye Jacks, and it's going to be pure fucking insanity. Um, you have Knox. I'll be opening up for them. Uh, we have a myriad of other artists that are going to blow your wig back in uh, various fashions. Um, I, uh, who else we got on the bill there? June 17th? Uh, yeah, I got that. Uh, let's see. Got a regime. Got, R.G. Stoner. See, why do I even? Why am I even doing Because you're the man, Knox. <laughs> you're the man. That's the first one. June 17th, one I Jack Seth Screw. The next one after that, we got DJ Clay on June 27th with performances by Little White, Young Light, Bales, Alliance Records on that one, oh. Ghost, uh, Dark Minds Entertainment, Ninja, Newman, a.k.a. Newman the Nutso, a bunch of other guys. Uh, and then August 1st, quite a bit of ways away, we got Whitney Payton. Woo! Yeah, my boy, my boy Mike Steele's future wifey. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you. So we're going to be on that one as well. Same thing. Knox is going to be on that one as well. So there's a couple others that are coming up. Uh, we're just trying to get as many as we can. Uh, to fill the summer up, and uh, there's a couple other in the works, a couple other maybes, and you know, just just stay with us and follow us on Facebook for sure. Facebook.com slash Grind City, and we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date on all the future hip hop shows, and maybe even some rock shows coming up. Well, kind of, yeah, maybe it's in the works. That is why Knox is just a fucking rapper, and J. Rowe is a promoter. He's a man <laughs> of many hats. So. <laughs> I'm good at talking. <laughs> <laughs> so you. Put on a show of, of, with ABK at Odd Bodies. Yes, sir. Uh, talk, talk a little bit about that show. That show, man, it was a real good time. Uh, it, was actually, it was actually a real good turnout for a weekday. Uh, after the show, the owners were all like kind of blown away with the amount of people that came out on a Wednesday, which was about 220 people. So for, for a Wednesday, that's absolutely incredible. And I went to shows uh, on, on a Thursday there where there was like 10 a much bigger headliner so the rap genre in general was proven that people are ready for that for that type of thing to come back to this area uh you know there was there was a couple setbacks there was a little bit too much police presence in the parking lot a little bit too much but that's a misconception of the fact that the area and, and the country in general doesn't really understand what the term juggalo means and the fact that there's an FBI gang tag on it right now that makes it even worse. Um, there's a lot of political stuff that's happened since then I'm not going to really get into. But, um, you know, if, if anybody that's in law enforcement is listening to this right now, just listen to one thing. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Don't get ahead of me. 
I want to say this. If you think that police today is misunderstood, you should definitely feel the same way about juggalos because a lot of people just hear the violence. And it is. It's overlaced with violence. But it's a family-type atmosphere. Yeah. You know, there was no fights. You know, we had a mosh pit that I was in myself. I was in with my boy Sam across from me. And every single time somebody fell, picked them right back up. There was nobody looking to stomp all over everybody. Of course, you got your few drunk assholes. But, you know, believe it or not, you're actually more in danger at a country show than you are at any type of hip-hop show. That's statistically Statistically. proven. That's statistically proven that a country show, you will get more more fights and everything. So (laughs) uh, it was a good time, man. We had a blast. We had a blast. Yeah, in your um, the Juggalo community itself, if you if you go out of your way and you watch some of the documentaries that are out there, like that, if they aren't um, going out there with an agenda, you will capture like people who are wanting a family. They're wanting like they might feel like an outcast in their area, and now they want somebody to connect with. Mm-hmm. And is that like that's pretty much what you guys have Absolutely. experienced with what you're doing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it's all about changing minds and getting people to that to that uh, mind state. I'm gonna pass it over to Chuck real quick because he kind of had predetermined notions of what exactly it is. And since he experienced it at the ABK show, you know, we were talking on the way home from a concert we were at, and he kind of shed a new light on it. So why don't you go ahead and say that? Yeah, it was uh, definitely something new for me. Um, last podcast talked a little bit about you know where I spent most of my life down in Florida, and um, there's it's unheard of almost down there uh it's type of stuff that you see on tv or um you know kind of along the media kind of uh area but uh coming up here was different because that's the majority of the genre at least in the surrounding cities that i'm in and um i don't know going to the uh my first one i've been to smaller ones where there was a lot of juggalos and stuff there and and uh, it was it was a little weird at first because I just wasn't used to the whole the whole uh, radical look and and face paint for sure. Rappers that I knew of and, and people that did music like that was it didn't go together. But I, I I seen it and it and it started to go together and everybody was just real nice man and uh and everybody was all supportive of each other and like I I haven't person personally witnessed uh, anything bad ever jump off. Um, in them type of atmospheres. And my, my first big one was the ABK show, and I got to actually talk to uh, ABK and uh, Axe Murder Boys and everybody who did that show after the show and stuff. And, um, you know, I, I actually uh, I just had to, to, to thank them just because not only did they murder the show, but no I had No pun to, intended. Yeah, <laughs> no pun. <laughs> but... Um, I just I had to thank them for the fact that um, they kind of made me diverse as a person and made me open up my mind uh, and not be so quick to judge, you know, or or be distant just because of people's differences because, you know, that's you never know. So uh, yeah, I, it was a great experience for me and uh, like I said, much love to the Juggalo family. I, I really, really wish I could go to the gathering this year to be honest because I know that shit's gonna be hella fun. I hear nothing but crazy good things about it and uh, just seems like an experience that I would want to do. Plus, the lineup this year that I've seen is fucking insane to me. Like it's got a bunch of people that I would love to see. So 
Yeah, that's that's kind of where my outlook has is at now on the the juggalo factor. I think it's uh I think it's a new world and everybody just wants to come together and they all everybody works to achieve one goal. If we had a hot dog stand, I'd be be fucking a hundred juggalos ready to see how we can make this hot dog stand the best fucking hot dog stand around, you know? And so that's 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 kind of what I'm seeing in this in this uh crowd. So it, to me, it can't go nowhere but up with this kind of support and um, with the ideals that are being pushed. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy to be in the mix, you know. And I look forward to meeting more, more people and uh, doing bigger things and seeing everybody kind of who deserves it and who, who's willing to put forth the effort and stuff into it prosper in the matter. So pretty good, man. I'm, I'm liking it so far. If you look at that community and you look at music itself that group icp what they built no matter what you have to say about that community and who they are like what other groups can you say besides like the grateful dead that created this community where people have like a gathering to go to and now like it's a whole subgenre of music that came from that yeah like yeah. you're seeing it's not just hip-hop but there is like rock and stuff. Like Gathering of the Juggalos brings a diverse crowd, right? Yeah. Brings di- diverse music. I I think even Snoop Dogg played there, didn't he? I'd uh, I'd say like even Slipknot. If you look at Slipknot, they have they have the they have the maggot core. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Slipknot has always been one of my favorite bands, and I've never particularly been to a Slipknot show. But if, if, if you watch like the concerts that they have, you know, the, the, the people that are there, everybody, if, if they're not staring on the stage, you know what I'm saying, everybody's having a damn good time and everybody coming together. It's the same thing as like Tech Nine. Tech Nine's got, you know what I'm saying, the technicians, if you will, where, you know, everybody just comes together and does their own thing and has a good time. And instead of everybody getting into a, a pissing match, like normally you will at a country sort of thing no offense to them kinds of people it's just the the environment <laughs> it's just the environment you know everybody gets drunk and everybody wants to pick fights with the next big cowboy that's standing there doing his thing and it's it, that's where you get a lot of that shit from where the negativity comes in these kinds of shows but then you look at the underground aspect of it where a lot of these people that aren't may, maybe known as well they have some of the better shows you know what i'm saying the better groups of people that come around and and can be a part of that the icp thing that comes together everybody just wants to help Everybody wants to be a friend, you know what I'm saying? Because it's all about a misunderstanding, if you will. So everybody that's been misunderstood, they all come together as one collective group. Back to the same thing. Rock groups are kind of, rock groups are getting into it more. I mean, not even, you saw Puddle of Mud is going to be on the lineup for the gathering this year. But uh, Tech Nine is going to like a lot of, um, now he's not technically Juggalo, but he's in the underground scene as far as that goes. But he's on some pretty major rock rock uh, events that are going on this summer and you know they're just trying to get a piece of it mainly because let's be honest and it sucks because i'm a huge metal and rock fan rock is dying you know unfortunately how many how many new up-and-coming metal slash rock bands are, are really taking off very few i can't name any off the top of my head i don't know if you can but uh no i, th- I definitely think it's more underground i right i mean i look at my my son my 12 year old as an example of like all he listens to is hip hop. You look at hip hop has pretty much taken over what the youth are listening to these days. I mean, you have a lot of different genres. You have metal, you have EDM, you have country, uh, even pop, even country doesn't sound like the country of old. Now it sounds like eighties country. Yeah. 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 And there's one thing I wanted to touch on back to the misconceptions of, 
uh, you might want to throw in like the, the, the juggalo thing or whatever stereotype you want to put on any kind of sub-genre of hip-hop. But right now, hip-hop is the most lucrative form of music. And it's just, it's taken over media, it's taken over everything. But there's still this misconception of, all right, it's been integrated into American culture. It's no longer like the secret or anything. But there's still this like right wing, like anti thing about it. Like there's this stigma attached to it where everybody's a gangbanger or a fucking killer or whatever. And that's why you got shows popping off where there would probably not have been a single problem at that show if the police presence wasn't so domineering and looming over the entire thing. So I think that's one thing that needs to be broken, like regardless of what happens uh, in the future, is people need to just kind of back off and let things be themselves and let give them room to breathe because... I feel like it's the one thing holding hip hop back is people don't understand that entertainment is entertainment and music is music. Not everybody's trying to be a fucking thug, basically. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different subgenres when it comes to rap. Uh, just like with rock, you know, you got your classic rock, your death metal. It's the same way with rap. You have your hardcore rap. You've got your underground rap. And uh, to try to sum everything up into one category is just not going to work. So. We kind of have problems as far as booking shows anyway, especially with some of these bigger venues, uh, because everybody still thinks rap is rap. Yeah. You know, well, just like we have, you know, Sess Crew coming up on the 17th, and we have Clay and White coming up on the 27th. We couldn't get them booked in the same room because they're like, you just booked two rap shows. They're completely different. Sess Crew is more hip-hop, whereas in Clay and, and, and White are a little bit more street. You know, obviously Clay, that's ICP's job, their DJ. So, you know, he's more genre towards that. But back to what Knox was saying, um, the, the stigma will not be broke until, quite frankly, people just get the fuck over it. Um, you're just, what, like 40 miles up north, country concert. Yeah. <laughs> you are, your life is way more in danger at country concert than it will ever be at Gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, there's people that, you know, look, go there looking for a problem, but it's very few. Very few. It's back to what you said, the whole family atmosphere. Country concert, how many drunk assholes are up there every year whose only goal is to get completely annihilated and fucking fight? Yeah. There's hundreds, hundreds. I used to live in New Bremen for a couple of years, so I would have to deal with it, you know, every every summer, and have to deal with these assholes that are looking for problems. Yeah. You're not going to find that where we're at, you right. know, what, what we're doing. We don't appeal to that. There, of course, there's. Let me back up a little bit. Of course, there's people who are from the street in rap, all right, and they only thing they know was fighting. Of course, that's true. But it's dying down a lot. And that issue is becoming less and less of an issue. But unfortunately, the stigma is not going anywhere. It seems like the problems are decreasing. But at the same time, the problems are decreasing. More and more and more regulation is getting put on rap for no reason. Exactly. Exactly. It's almost like they don't want it to become uh, bigger than it is. And it's bullshit because they all the violence and lyrics. One of my favorite artists of all time is Johnny Cash. And his lyrics were some of the most violent I've ever heard in my fucking life. Yeah. All right, early one morning while you know taking the rounds, took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. 
Really? That's not violent. <laughs> That's not violent at all. He just dude just talked about doing blow and shot his bitch. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just expressive. <laughs> right. Yeah. But since it's country and acoustic guitar, it's okay. Yeah. You know, and it's not. I don't believe it's a white and black thing or a Hispanic thing anymore. I think we're all past that for the most part. So I'm not saying it's a race thing. I'm saying it's a stigma thing. I I think more than anything, it's probably a class thing. That too. If that you it, because if you look at if you look at a lot of people who are into whether it's metal, whether it's underground hip hop, like a lot of people come from an environment of struggle, yeah. of of pain, of things in their life that didn't go quite correctly. And so there's a lot of issues within different classes whether you know, it seems like the juggalos just from the outside of it from from the outside looking in and knowing people that have have called themselves jugglers they didn't necessarily come from a great environment and that's not for everybody right but that's a lot of people that i've come across and it it allows them to have this community where they don't have to feel like they need to be somebody that they're not and if you look at like the the violence aspect like that that is still stuck on hip-hop because i think if you look at the early 90s the late 80s and early 90s when you had some of the greatest hip-hop artists Mm-hmm. die violently and when you listen now to what's going on and you listen to like your you guys's lyrics it's not violent there is violent rappers out there like some would say Nox. like like Knox. <laughs> I, I, I am incredibly fucking violent like my shit uh, I'm, I'm pretty different than these guys like not from a personal standpoint but from an artistic standpoint like i don't want any redeeming qualities in my music like to me, I hearken music like there's two analogies always used for hip hop. And my analogy is like when you listen to a Knox record, I want it to be a, a fucking 80s slasher film. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, I want it to be an escape from your normalcy of your everyday ins and outs and whatnot. And, and the thing is, like, I don't understand how that's any different than like fucking Goodfellas. You know what I mean? Like, hip hop's a genre where people make up personalities and alter egos and it's supposed to be fun and it's not supposed to be completely taken fucking to the core serious about shit and it's funny how like it's just treated completely different like you know somebody can watch a tarantino flick and be like oh man that's so artsy and that's so you know the dialogue's fantastic and whatnot but music for some reason people are like did you hear Knox say he was going to fucking kill a pregnant chick? Oh, my God. You know, that's real life. That, that guy really said that. It's all entertainment. I mean, I, I can't stress that enough. I'm saying it's just a form of self-expression to me. The way I put it is no matter what is in my lyrics, it can be as violent as it wants. It can be as morbid, as, as, as vague as whatever it is. It's a form of self-expression. It's, it's how I feel at that current point in time. It's how they feel at that current point in time. If it has violence in it, if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's the same shit. It's a form of self-expression. Well, quite frankly, once upon a time, people blame Schwarzenegger for his fucking movies that he made when, you know, that was taboo. The only difference is eventually people got over Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And Nobody's getting over it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's not a tumor. <laughs> eventually, eventually they got over it. People aren't getting over it for whatever reason. For whatever reason. I don't, I don't understand. Right. And I, I think you can look at certain hip hop. Like, like yourself, where I, you're not going out and doing the things that you're talking I'm about. I'm a father, man. You know, I got a six-year-old girl, you know. I mean, I'm like the most gentle. Uh, like, I don't start shit. I'm mild-mannered. I like to have fun. I love life. I appreciate life. 
But when I'm on record, I want to take things to an obscene, crazy level that you're not used to. And it's an escape. It's just escapism in, in an audio form. That's all it is. Even if it influences some kid out there to do some crazy shit. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Well, Is he starting shit? Oh, no, that's Is great, though. Is he starting shit? I, I actually want to touch on that topic because it goes back to the days of, you know, Alice Cooper yeah. or whoever. I was, I was thinking. Being yeah. responsible yeah. for some kid blowing his fucking head off. Right. And keep in mind, that's a well-adjusted kid from the suburbs, probably. Not some dude that's been through tons of shit. Right. And that's the thing is, like, if you don't se- – if you can't separate – <laughs> if you can't separate what I say on a rap record and what you see on film, then you're going to fucking blow something up regardless of what I told yeah. you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and, but I kind of welcome that shit yeah. to, to an extent because I kind of want to challenge the status quo on shit because my music is violent, but I, at the same time, it's not completely in your face. It, it's a little bit thought provoking to the extent where you have to listen to my shit to completely be like, wow, that's pretty fucking morbid. Like, it's not just in your face like, bleh. You know, that's not my style. I saw an interview, and if anybody hasn't, you definitely should. One of the best interviews I've ever seen in my life was with Bill O'Reilly and Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And I love that interview. And uh, and Manson made the reference of, you can take anything and look at it one way and translate it any way you want to. Like he said, uh, something along the lines of, you can take a look, uh, look at a picture of Jesus on the cross and say that's violent or that's sexual imagery or, you know, you, however you look at it, that's how you interpret it. It's the same thing. If a kid was going to go up and shoot up a fucking school, he was going to do it anyway. It doesn't matter what he was listening to, you know, just because they listened uh, to the Columbine kids, listened to Manson and ICP doesn't mean that they're the reasons why those kids were obviously disturbed. You know, how, when... When has it not been in the history and time where somebody just looking to fucking kill somebody? Yeah. I mean, All right. look at Eminem. Any, any, any fucking song that he has back in the day before any of his newer thing, it's what he talked about. And, you know, it's in his music. He's talking about the same exact thing. You know, go tell your lawyer it was my fault and I'll get sued. You know what I'm saying? It's the same fucking thing. Which brings up a point. Why are people, why are the cops not sitting outside of movie theaters waiting for yeah. dangerous people who like dangerous shit? Follow them home and see what they got going on. You know what I mean? It's just a complete double standard. Hip-hop has this complete fucked up stigma behind it to where if you buy any, I mean, the, the whole FBI thing attached to Insane Clown Posse and all this other shit that's went on. I mean, it goes, it harkens back to NWA being, you know, profiled by the FBI like they're, like they're fucking Al-Qaeda or something. Well, that when 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 NW, NWA started uh, basically the gangster rap revolution, and really it, their their organization was just how gangs came about. It was basically to protect and fight back, and they was putting people on blast, such as the police and stuff like that. And when they started doing that, oh, it became a real big problem. Uh, police it, it got more involved, and I think that. It's not so much as dramatic, but I think the stage was set right there. 
That's when the foundation started to get its glue right there. And then you got pieces that was added to it because everybody else is seeing NWA speak about it. And they're like, man, you know what? I'm tired of this shit, too. You know, we're going through the same thing every day in our neighborhoods, and we're going to support that. Matter of fact, now you got a rising rap star. Here comes Pac into the game, and now he's going he's gonna to shed his light on it, too. So he added to it. It's like a bird building their nest. Then you got, you know, more people coming and saying, hey, you know what? This is our way. We're going to stand up and fight back. Well, I guess that got took as, uh, no, you can't do that. You know, we're going we're gonna to press back just as hard. And um, I think that's what's carrying over. And then, it, you know, like a few bad apples. Everybody knows that. You know, well, well, with that kind of money, you know, you got other rappers do some dumb shit every now and then. But we all do dumb shit. We're just broker at doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think some of that anger, too, comes back to the fact that these rappers, like you were saying, NWA and everybody else calling out cops, they were fucking doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and they were upset because they were calling them out. Most definitely. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, so that's where a lot of that anger stemmed back was the fact that, oh, these guys are talking about police are beating us. We can't have that because the police are really beating them. Yep. And, you know, that's and, a big and, problem. And it wasn't just, a, it, they took it to another level. Like, they, they was groundbreaking however people want to look at it because they didn't just rap about it. They made visual videos and sent to America through your TVs and shit. You could watch the same ones that are still around today with probably more hits than your favorite rapper just because it's legendary. And it's when you watch it, you know, I, I got my girlfriend now, we've been together a couple years, and it's some of the stuff that I talk to her about or like movies that are interesting to me, like history and stuff like that. You know, she, uh, she has no idea that it used to be like that. You know, it was that serious where if I meet a person that I know was born in like the 60s or 50s, I I automatically just have respect because they was going through some shit back then. It was all controversial. So, uh, you know, when you look at them videos now, people people won't never think in this day and age that, man, it used to be like that. That was crazy, man. I couldn't imagine going through that kind of stuff because look around that that kind of shit's not really going on no more then people had to fight you know what i mean to get where we're at and that's why uh i guess that's part of that's where i ain't come from the 50s or 60s but that kind of revolution was in my era so that's where that's kind of how my music is it's not revolutionary but it's it's me taking my pain and my past and putting it on a track and trying to do it with the most creativity possible you know so it's not just like Oh, well, you know, woe is me. But the gift and the curse is that I've been through a lot of shit that people haven't. So if I say something, it might be out there that hasn't been talked about before, hasn't been said before. It's 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 to a point where you're like, oh, my God, you know, like Knox was saying, did you hear what he just said? You know, did you hear what he just said? And, you know, that's that's kind of where I find my fuel and I feed myself. Um, And and, and what I mean by that is. you know, when I when I start thinking about something, you know, over and over, like I become I just go to that zone. Like some people have to go to you'll hear artists where they'll take a they'll take a vacation and go to where they grew up at or they'll go lock themselves in this place so they can find their inspiration. But I'm mobile with mine. You know, I feed myself. And so is and that won't stop until I die. You know, so as long as I got that fire inside of me, I believe that I'll be able to just produce more music along them lines. I mean, deliver more music along them lines. And um, I like to get off on some crazy shit out every now and then. You know, uh, I was talking to Jay the other day. We was talking about Knox. Like if we uh, I told Jay, I was like, oh, me and. 
Me and uh, Knox ever made a song. I called it "Clowns on Elm Street." Like, what the fuck? That is that has nothing to that. You know what I mean? Like, I that's not where I come from. You know, but I've I've been expanded now. My mind is opened up. You know, because sometimes that's that's also a way of just releasing. You know, your crazy side. We all like slasher films. Doesn't mean we're killers. Right. You know what I mean? So you, you know that that's just another way to release yourself. Well, I think it's important to look at our youth culture. And you look at what are some of the things that they're taking away from students in school? Music. Mm -hmm. Music is one. And if not all kids have an outlet through sports. No, everybody's not made. Not everybody's made the same, man. You can't teach. And if you have kids that want to get their angst out, if you have not even kids, if you have people who want to get their angst out and they want to get it out through some sort of art, whether it's filmmaking. I went and saw this local director uh, named Henrique who put out a movie called Alone in the Ghost House, like filmed in this area. And I was watching it in the theater, and I'm like, you know, this could be a dude who just works a dead-end job and is just thinking about these things. But he actually put them out, put them up on screen. And I think if we encourage kids to create, and sometimes it might be some violent fucked up shit where you're like man you might need to see <laughs> it's a therapist better than holding it in but it's better than holding yeah. it in yeah right because you you can express yourself and you can get it out there and i think that's why it with the ability to record you know you don't have to go right. into a multi-million dollar studio now to record like you guys can put out your music freely without a corporation telling you uh, you probably shouldn't talk about that. And you can put it out there for the world and build up your own fan base from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like artists can get out there and paint and put their shit on Etsy or, or whatever. Or like the dude I saw who crowdfunds all his movies. He crowdfunds his movies. And then like to see that, to see people creating these days. I think if we can encourage kids to not look at like hip hop as something, oh, I don't want my kids to watch that. But I don't care if they play Call of Duty. I don't care if right, they're right. like, yeah. <laughs> and one of the things that bugs me out as a father is how we, we, we so embrace violence. But when you're talking about like sex, dude, your shit will like two life crew was perfect example. Yep. They were ready to shut those motherfuckers down back in the eighties because yep. of how sexual they hey, were. Luke. Yeah. And if you listen to your radio right now, I can't, I got to, like I said, I got a six year old right now. And I can't even play like the local like R and B station without it sounding like a fucking Skinamax film just <laughs> leaking out my speakers. What's that bullshit that you said online the other day? You saw some Nicki Minaj song was on the radio. Something about eat the booty like groceries. Oh or some no, bullshit that's like uh, that. Yeah. Yo, what song the, is that? It, it's uh, by Tanaje and um, uh, Amarion. It's it's actually Amarion did that shit. Really? That's his shit. I ain't even Nikki. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. Whoever does sing that though, hit me up. Hit, hit up. Yeah, I, I will eat that ass like groceries. <laughs> I, I, back back to the kids thing. Um, I'm gonna say this, and I get heat for this all the fucking time, but I believe it. And and. In ten years, if for some reason this ever goes global, people are gonna come back and they're gonna they're gonna reference it. Um, kids are in trouble these days. Yeah. And not in a bad way. Like we we were raised, well, besides these two, Mike and Sam, we were raised in the fucking nineties. Yeah, okay? where where your childhood's not on fucking exactly. the internet for the whole yeah. world to see. The, the exactly. internet is the new streets. 
And that I heard Charlemagne the God say that on the radio today, man. Because you know we used to we used to create shit as going outside, you know, just hanging with your boys. We come up with shit to say, shit to do. That whole D's nut shit, we bended that. <laughs> no, right. that ain't new. You know, well, the, what I'm the reason the reason why I say that the kids are in trouble these days is because they're being raised and bred to be bitches. Yeah. And I'm saying that straight up. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah. You cannot you cannot tell everyone, oh, you can't bully somebody. You cannot tell everyone, oh, everybody gets a trophy. You cannot tell everyone, hey, kids, guess what? Your life is going to be pain-free until you hit eight to 18. And by that point, you're fucked because you have no mental, mental capacity to handle this shit because we've sheltered you from any pain you could possibly feel. Now, go out there and get a job. <laughs> What is the kid going to say? Oh, you have to give me this job because if not, you're bullying me. Fuck that. We're teaching kids to not being able to handle real life shit today. And in 10 years from now, I guarantee you the whole fucking thing is going to come falling down on everybody's head. I Amen. guarantee you. Let me, let me say this to any parents out there. Uh, beat your kid's ass when they fuck up. Exactly. Yeah, it's the whole point. Don't, don't tell them. Don't let them tell you that, that, that that's, that's against the law or something. No, it's not. I had a cop and I was 13 years old. Tell me my face. It's either he can kick your ass or I can kick your ass. And I'm like, oh. I didn't know that it worked like this. <laughs> Shut me up real fucking quick. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? So you get, you get the parents out there who don't want to, and it sounds hard to say it this way, hit your, hit your children. Yeah, just go beat the fuck out of your kid. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if your son goes to school and he's got dope in his pocket and he gets suspended from school or expelled from school or whatever, I don't necessarily deserve that that's something that you should be beating your child for. But then again, maybe they need it. You know, why are they bringing fucking dope to school? Maybe you know what I'm saying. It's just that the parents these days, the children are in trouble because they're Pain. they are being raised as it's a the bunch of fucking pansies. Of Who said you know that? Somebody I said I, that. I, I don't know. I want to say it was. I uh, think it was like Tim Wilson or something. I don't know. I don't remember. It wasn't a great philosophy. Sam, how do you feel about that? <laughs> so it's not only that, but like the morals and standards for society have changed. I mean, even just from the time that I was growing up till now, looking around, like people don't have work ethics anymore like we go through Jeez. ungodly amounts of fucking employees at work just because they don't want to work they oh you mean you work we work to get paid like we got jobs here all wants to they want to get paid for nothing yeah everybody was raised think thinking that. that they're entitled to get everything from everyone fuck that 15 dollars an hour minimum wage shit that's but, bullshit yeah, right. that's kind of where it dwells at though because a lot of you today's youth, on the chicken i ordered a plane <laughs> today's youth are fucking disenchanted because everything fucking sucks Sucks. It's just true, man. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the culture of America, and I'm not going to go off on my nihilistic rant because I will if you let me. But <laughs> like, the thing is, like, the there is no buy-in. Like back in the day, you used to be able to. You were promised, you know, if you work hard. We're every day we're seeing conglomerate vampires fuck people out of their retirement, fucking shutting down factories, and it. it it used to be like a speak when spoken to thing with like today's youth, but that shit don't fly anymore. It's done. And, and the thing is, people, uh, your your government's fucked. And I mean, this is my opinion. This is not the. This, these are not the views of Alliance Records. Uh, but like, what <laughs> probably is. is this is not. This is this is Knox talking. Like, the buy-in is gone. Like there is no reward for what's going on. It seems like. You know, like it used to be like you, you graduate, you either went into the military or you went to college or you worked at your local factory X where they made this one thing. 
and then you could work at that and then you could retire and you could take your family on vacations when you worked and you could buy two cars and have a house in the suburbs and shit but you live the american dream exactly the american dream is long fucking dead and the thing is everybody's jaded and i think that that's where this and i kind of think that that's where the divide starts from music and media and everything is i think legit people are afraid of like a social fucking uprising like they're trying to regulate the internet they're trying to regulate music everything is kind of shifting there's like this cultural shift and i feel like that kind of spearheads it is people are just disenchanted with the bullshit uh, i i i personally think that this is where they want everybody at. I think this is where they want America at. I think they want them to be uh, ignorant because class the, warfare at its finest. The more, the more, the less. The knowledge is power, man, and that shit is the truth, man. And the less you know, and the, when you focus on more of the bullshit, that just gives them more of the upper hand to do what they want to do. Things are changing. You know, we're losing our rights that they say we have. There's there's a lot of shit going on that people don't stand for anymore. You know, because they're they're too focused on the small things, the little bullshit, and. Uh, I mean, that's just how I feel. I, I feel like we're getting set up for something. And it's just like when our peers used to tell us when we was growing up, like Knox was saying, you know, they was they was trying to steer us. And I think somewhere along the line, that just kind of got lost. And I think uh, I think I think we're in big trouble coming up in the next generation. The Idiocracy. I feel like that's exactly what's yeah. going on right now. Like it's a dumbing down of society. Keep uh, people dull to their senses, uh, unaware of their surroundings, and it's easier to take control of an entire population that way. Yeah. If people don't realize it's going on, then they're not going to be able to do anything to Can't stop it from back. happening. If, if their entire life has just been listening to what people tell them to do, then they're just going to follow orders. They're going to fall into place exactly where whoever it is thinks they should be. And, and to, do, to do a complete wraparound, that's probably why the FBI don't like Juggalos and they label them a gang because they can't control it. They can't control it. You go to the gathering and it's basically anarchy on earth and they cannot enter. Peace they cannot man. do anything. All right. And yeah, you'll have guys that are sitting in front of their tents with sinuses, acid drops, 10, 20 bucks, whatever. Right? Everybody knows that. But that is that is a society they cannot touch. And there's a video online, a real famous video of somebody who got caught stealing there, and the community themselves that put him in a cage. Yeah, the uh, one a family underground. That's the DVD. I've got it. And the guy got caught stealing, and they put him in a cage for three days. And trashed his fucking car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I and I do I do think that um, that today's youth have got caught up in this idea that materialism will give them some sort of answers and that things and things will make them happy. People will make them happy. But like until people figure out that it's up to them to get up and do shit. And and the only thing you can do to change society is change yourself and focus on yourself. I, I think until people learn that, like you are going to see see a continued decline of people seeking knowledge because I saw a movie I forget what it was called uh, the other day about the idea of being famous just to be famous and that's what a fucking uh, people are famous for absolutely jack shit today yeah and the thing is is like music is like one of the few things today that isn't completely divisive and trying to pull the puppet strings like behind the scenes like if you Look at your timeline right now on whatever fucking social media you're on. 
everything that people are talking about, like, like social media should be like a dope thing to me. Like it should be like almost unifying, but they've got it to where everything's divisive. Like people are talking about a fucking transvestite now or, you know, gay rights or, you know, social issues. Like I feel like it's 1953 all over again. I mean, I I feel like we've regressed and I feel like that's kind of a part of, uh, it's an initiative. I feel like, And, and you've got like some of the most free thinking people, that you know this earth has ever seen culturally but they're being divided by the most trivial dumb shit ever you know what i mean yeah like they like we're we're discussing issues and shit that should have been long taken care of (laughs) decades ago yeah and um i i don't i don't know i'm not trying to be like a fucking activist or anything but i really feel like things have reverted to like like I said, it, I feel like we're back in the 50s again, like the Cold War, some shit's about to pop off because everything is everything's being dumbed down. Like you said, uh, talking about like, you know, you, you go to work so you can get your big TV or, you know, you go materialism. We, we, we're, we're unplugging ourselves at a rapid rate because shit fucking sucks now, man. Everything sucks. I have no qualms in saying that either. Like everything, for the most part, sucks. Not, but, and that's it's it's an easy view to take, and it, because you can look at the world and you can feel like the world is caving in. But I think I think our lens just got wider. Water, yeah, where we see the world and we see all like everybody's shit. So if you like, we may think that things are bad because we see all things are bad, but the majority of the majority of people that you know are getting along as best that they can. I mean, there's a lot of negative shit happening, but I think if you look at some of the positives, if you look at medicine and how, how much longer people are living. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that has its own, um, that has its own issues. Mm -hmm. If you look at the amount of knowledge that people have access to now you have knowledge to the world's information at the palm of your hands and most people use it to look at cats or or a forum forum to argue about somebody getting their dick lopped off yeah yeah (laughs) you know i mean which you know i'm not speaking here nor there on i mean i've got my own issues whatever but it's like we're using social media and everything like and you said science and everything is great like the world should be awesome i think louis ck said this uh like the best he's like everything is great and nobody's fucking happy or something along those lines and it's absolutely true because we're living literally in the future right now but everybody's just arguing about trivial bullshit yeah but what I mean, to define what is what is happiness. So that's that's kind of the age-old question that people are like, "Oh, I just want to be happy." Well, if you look at like my my wife, for instance, she she doesn't have the job she would she would want, and she views people that has the job that she wants as kind of, oh, they're better off than I am. But if you look at some of these people, man, they're miserable. Oh, absolutely. So I think it's the perspective that you kind of have to have to be able to kind of get out of the mindset that everything sucks. Like look at just the little stuff that we have to be able to sit around a table and record a conversation that could possibly uncut conversation that could possibly be heard by the whole world. 
And to do that in, in a way where somebody's not going, mm, you guys got to cut that part out. You know, yeah. I, the world shouldn't hear, hear that. Absolutely. Like, I, for me, I, I appreciate that at this time. And if you guys have seen the new Mad Max movie recently, like, seeing movies made like that, it's like, oh, my goodness. This is like my childhood dream to see some of the shit that's being made now. But there's also, like, at, there's, you're not going to see huge bands like Led Zeppelin like Metallica or anything like that anymore. You're not going to see... There's certain things that we're not going to see. You're not going to have three channels where everybody watches the same TV. Now everybody's like interests are so scattered that things that got huge before aren't going to get huge like they did. But I think some of the stuff that's, that's cool out there, whether it's video games, whether it's movies, whether it's cars... Um, like this solar road shit that I'm seeing on the internet, dude, yeah. where if you just had solar panels all wherever there's pavement, and I guess that stuff is uh, pretty e- easy to, um, like, to replace. Not easy to replace, but you could replace it over a period of time. Like, there's answers out there that will make people's lives better, but, like... They're it's, being fucked over by the powers that be, though. Like, it's not... It's not profitable to make solar roads and that's why i say everything sucks because we're letting people fuck it up on a grand scale prevention like and with the the solar roads again for example they are uh you can profit off of those it's uh something like after three years it'll have completely paid for itself not only that but you can power all of your street lights with it you can uh uh there's safety things with it like if there's a deer in the road that section of the road lights up and it it melts uh, snow Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's so much stuff out there that could make this world a much better place. And I think Knox hit it right on the head. It's a, the powers that be are the ones preventing it from happening. They don't profit off of solutions. They profit off the comeback. Yeah, that's, that's why you're never getting to. your cure for cancer. I'm sorry, but you're just not. <laughs> well, let's talk about shit just got real. Jay, you put out a video. <laughs> really? We're going to talk about this? You put out a video on Facebook that, like, when I, when I was sitting there watching, and there was a moment there earlier in the podcast where, like, you, you went on a rant. You can get much. me on a rant if you want. <laughs> but I think, like, but I, like there's, there's something something in there, man. Like, how come you're not doing a podcast doing some sort of, like, shit just got real rant? Because I'm busy. <laughs> you can no. do that shit on your phone. Based, I know that that was alcohol fueled, but it did it did get like a lot of a lot of good. You know, I, I got more attention than I thought it would. Basically, what it is, and it gets lost sometimes in translation when it comes to uh, Facebook. You know, people interpret words the way that their mind reads it. You know, so something I could be mean meaning you know is just a joke. Somebody doesn't hear the sarcasm in my voice, so they take it another way. So, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to make this little short video or whatever. And uh, it, it did good. It did good. It did do good. But I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I like talking, obviously. I'm a, good, I'm a good upfront person. You know, I'm good at meeting people for the first time and just speaking. But I am totally aware of the fact that a lot of the things I do say are probably not what... 90% of people want to hear and it's because it's the truth yeah. and that's the one that everybody talks about keeping it real 
That's hence where shit got real. Shit just got real came from. Nobody wants to hear the fucking real. Everybody wants to hear what they want to hear. Yeah. You know, and a lot of the times I get made to be an asshole because I'm the one that usually takes care of all the business and shit. And people look at me like I'm a dick. No, I'm the one who has to tell you this is the way it's going to be. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but this is the way it's got to be. And a lot of that angst comes back to me. So I try not to. I try not to push it too much, but I don't know. After last night, I might push it some more. <laughs> <laughs> I might push it some more. You know, it's, it's, I'm real big on, you know, I want somebody to, to come at me the way I come at you. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to sit here and tell you to your face, hey, man, you can't fucking do this. Sure. I want you to tell me when it's my turn to hear I can't fucking do it. Right. Because we can't grow without that. The problem is, is that nobody wants to fucking grow. They're all just stuck where they at. You know, it's very easy to be comfortable in mediocrity than to take a risk and and become better um you know i tell everybody that that talks to me about this promotion thing that we're doing anybody can do what i'm doing you just got to be willing to risk everything and i do risk everything every single show we have on the books my entire livelihood is on the line if it flops i'm losing everything i got every single show because that's how much i believe in it if everybody had that mindset and, you know, just jump off the deep end and hope like hell you land on marshmallows instead of spikes. If everybody had that mindset, they could do ex- exactly what we're doing. We're just local fucking guys. You can't tell me that, that you can't build up that foundation. And another problem is the work. People don't want to put in the work for shit no more. People just want it. That's the... Ooh, see? Well, that's, <laughs> whoa, you got here. me going. Let me, let me go ahead and say something on that same topic, though. A lot of what we're doing is I'm, I'm young. I'm 23 years old, so I, I see a lot of these people out here people who were like in their, you know, the 28, 27 time frame and they're still doing the same exact fucking thing that they were doing five years ago and they're telling me that they're doing the same thing. Like, now, wait a minute. That doesn't make no, that doesn't sound kind of like, like against, you know what I'm saying? Against what you're trying to tell me right now where you're, you're, you're saying that you want to do this and you want to achieve this, but you're not willing to work for it. You want somebody just to come up and hand it to you and that's not what it is. What we're doing right now, the reason I think that we're having such great success People can see it, you know what I'm saying? When we get up on stage, we do, a, we do a performance, everybody can see it whenever we're doing it, that this is what we believe in. And then now putting all of these shows together in the way that we are, everybody understands we are the ones that are willing to put the work in there and we are starting to draw attention to that. And you're only gonna get the people, you're gonna get the people who want everything handed to them and then you're gonna get the people who wanna work for it. Which is why, once again, I'm thinking that this gentleman over here is sitting here instead of some of these other cats that could be sitting here maybe with us having this moment. But they're not willing to work for it. You know what I'm saying? You want to you browbeat people on Facebook, and then you want to act like a fucking Facebook thug and gangster. But then whenever it comes time down to actually doing a show, you, you can't even do your fucking performance. So now, I, you know what I'm saying? Me being as young as I am, I, I lose a lot of respect for people like this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't understand it where... And I'm not, I'm not saying anything, but you catch the people who, like, who will pronounce themselves upon the first time that they ever meet anybody. Not only will they call themselves by affiliation. I can understand that. That's perfectly fine. And I, I, I'm a rapper. Mike, you know, what the I'm fuck a, are I'm you a, talking about? I'm a gangster rapper. <laughs> <laughs> the, same, the, exact, the exact same motherfucking thing. <laughs> no, you just got real. I feel you. I feel you. It comes back to the $15 an hour generation. Yeah. That's exactly what we're in. fucking work for it. And that's Not, the problem. That, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. Tell him, Gavin. <laughs> I don't, but yeah that's that's why i don't like i don't like talking about it as much as i do you know i, I might but people don't want to hear that shit they don't want to hear what mike just said they don't want to hear the fact that they're lazy because that's true <laughs> they don't they don't want to hear that truth yeah. Sucks yeah it does i know Take it i know nose. i know but dude believe me the hardest thing to do is look at look at yourself in the mirror and know that 
like what you're doing in your life is is fucking up the situation. But it's hard to face that, dude. It's and it's hard to it's hard to take criticism, but it's also hard to give it and and find people that will respect you enough to receive it without without thinking that you you're having some ulterior motive while you're why you're saying what you're saying. I think like what you guys have done laying an example, like setting an example of okay, this is like, like my livelihood's on the line, but you're out there busting your ass and doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's okay to talk a bunch of shit and and shit on everybody, but if you're not out there putting in the work, people mm-hmm. will see that and they'll be like, "This motherfucker's just talking a bunch exactly. of shit." If you're not making the moves, what are you really doing? Is yeah, it, I mean, even Cat Williams said, if you don't, if you ain't trying to do something different. With yourself, what the fuck are you really doing? Like you ain't if you're not trying to make a better movement or trying to make a better outcome every day. That's what I was. Me and Chuck were just having this conversation yesterday. Well, I explained to him, being the person I am, I do wake up every day and I want to help at least one person. If I can help one person, maybe they're maybe they're having a bad day, and and me giving them whatever it is, just positive influence. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's all it took for them not to jump off that bridge. You know what I'm saying? For them not to make that leap of faith, but they don't really, they didn't want to do it, but you know, now somebody's so far down into themselves. It's just trying to help. Yeah. People don't want to help nobody. Sam, I want you to get to dive a little bit more into, uh, explain exactly what your job is and the fact that you were touching a little bit on, you've had a lot of people lately just in and out i mean i got the same thing in my place but i want you to talk about that how you got so a, many a revolving door with people so my my job that actually earns my living currently is uh i'm a manager at a restaurant right now i'm actually managing two restaurants for a company but it's a um, i mean people really need a guiding hand to push them to do everything like if you don't if you're not behind them making them do something they're not going to do it because it goes back to they expect to be able to get shit for, like it's they're deserved. It's because nobody had a fucking dad. <laughs> I mean, really, they you might. You might has anyone in this has anyone no. in this garage had one? Really? No, I mean, that's I, mean, no. I have no. I know no, who my dad no. is, and I love him very much. I don't know who my mom is. I have mommy issues, which is what makes me the kind of person I am. It's still a missing parent thing. Yeah. You just said no, right? So yeah, everybody my, in my, here, my had dad one. left when I. I mean, I like I love him, and now as an older person, like I. I, I can see, like, I I can have forgiveness for the shit that he did. Right. Because he yeah. was 22 when I was born, so I'm like... Scared as fuck. Scared as yeah. fuck. My mom was 29, and she had three kids already. So, like, I understand, but as a kid, when you're like, man, I mean, I just need somebody to help me defend myself, and he's dating. Please, mm-hmm. just somebody show me. Like, I was running. My mom is the one that, like, I ran into the house after running away from some bullies, and, like... Like you said, some people might not like to hear this, and she would have probably got arrested today, but she made me go out into the alley to fight this kid. She was like, you cannot run. You cannot always run. You have to defend yourself. They will keep coming. You have to fight. And I, I beat this kid's ass, and it was like, oh, I can, I can fight. But my, I didn't have, my older brother was 10 years older than I was, and I, we moved so much when I was younger in East Dayton that I didn't really have a whole lot of friends. And being bussed over on the west side to go like half an hour, 45 minutes to school, we didn't have a car for me to go do any extracurricular shit. So for me, like school was fucked up. That's why music, uh, comics, and movies the were kind of an escape of our generation, to me. man. For yeah, real. that was. That was and, and the thing is, like, I always said this, and I think it's prevalent as fuck. 
anybody that decides to do what Knox is doing or what Jay's doing or anybody, anybody that decides to say they, they cut the bullshit and the static out one day and they're like, I want to be a fucking rapper. That shit's born from bad luck, man. It really is. Nobody that had like a privileged fucking upbringing is all, and has like a... Oh, Unless they want to be a jo- badass. Johnny's got a full ride to fucking Stanford or whatever. Uh, nobody that has that is going to say, well, fuck that. I want to be an MC. Well, that, uh, what's society. his name? Tom Hanks' son. Hanks's son. Yeah, That's what yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. He thinks he's gangster but and shit. You're fucking, you're fucking Woody's head. son. Shut up. <laughs> Big top, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, it, but isn't it isn't it the most interesting people? And I find it with comedy. Like they talk about it with comedy all the time. Pain. Unless you have pain or some sort of fucked up situation in your life, usually you don't, the people who are the best characters that you find, the most interesting people had fucked up childhoods. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things too that was like kind of like influential for me. And I think that's why I love all things morbid and fucking crazy is because growing up. As a little fat kid in a Section 8 apartment, you know, single-parent household, the same fucking story all 80s and 90s kids have. I buried myself in, like, horror shit. And, like, I couldn't relate to fucking Superman. Superman can get any bitch he wants. You know what I mean? (laughs) Fuck that. I was like, Jason's my Superman or Freddy Krueger's my Superman. And they were like... I've always rooted for the villain and anti-heroes in all forms because... I, I feel like, you know, it's it's just bad luck. I, I feel like all of this is born from either a struggle or bad luck or just getting shit on and people lash back. Uh, that's where I came from. That's where my shit was born at. Hmm. Well, I, hey, we uh, we can wrap it up anyway if you want. Hey, do you want to give your uh, your stuff one more time? We're, we're about an hour. We're, I, was, I was almost ready to wrap it what, up anyway. What kind of stuff you want, Iggy? <laughs> just... just <laughs> Social media and all that, man. That's how we finish out with this one. Yeah, uh, Facebook.com slash Carlos Thomason, parentheses, Chucky. You can find me on there. I got uh, I got Twitter and, and Instagram. So same thing, Carlos Thomason on there. Uh, go ahead, hit me up, man. And uh, if you're good folk, I'll add you. If you're doing what I'm doing, I'll add you. And we could uh, network sometime. Sounds good, brother. Thank you, man. Right, no problem. Thank you. Thank you, Iggy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to wrap it up or you want to keep going? Um, no, you uh, like I, I'm trying to – a lot of times they'll go longer, but I, I'm trying to uh, – I'm just now learning how to edit on Audacity, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to keep it about an hour. Okay. So we uh, – and plus I'm going to add the songs anyway. Cool. So, um, so – and I don't think this will be the last one. You guys are – you guys are definitely interested. Dude, I'm in down to do podcast. any fucking podcast ever. I want to <laughs> talk about all the fucked up shit. You should start your own. I, I, <laughs> Dude, there's... You know, the thing is, I, I would not mind having a weekly knock show. I got a feeling uh, I got a feeling there's going to be a Grind City podcast starting up sometimes. Like, so. like for, for real. Like, straight up, you guys already have the space right here to do it. All it takes is a couple mics and a, and a recorder and just put it out there on the internet. It's easy, and it adds to the promotion. Like, if, like seriously, like Gem City Podcast, you guys, when, when you guys put that stuff out there, your community supported, supported you guys as far as, like, listens and, and shares and things like that more than most groups that we had on. So, like, the, the example that's being set by you guys 
and you guys, it's hard to see it because you're going through it. Right. But seeing it from the outside and seeing, like, we had you guys on the Gym City podcast, and then the promotion, the shares that you guys had was more than we had for 95% of the groups that we, we've... Well, A, that's fucking dope. <laughs> that is badass. B, it's, so it's kind of like a double-edged sword yeah. because... Um, like I said, I go off the deep end sometimes with things that people don't want to hear. And if I make enemies, they're going to carry that over into the promotion aspect. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I sit here and, and say, um, yeah, homosexuality isn't natural because you can't stick your dick in another man's ass and make it baby. If that's I say a quote. That, that's a quote. That's a J. Roman quote. Everybody take it and run with it. That's fine. <laughs> I, have, I have no problem with gays or homosexuality or anything. You want to be gay, that's fine. It doesn't affect my life. You want to No, hold on. Hold on. You want to no get married, intended. that's fine. Let's, let's put it... <laughs> right. No backtracking. Shut up. Like, like, think of it this way, okay? If I say I have no... Which I don't. I have no problem with gays getting married. Like, you want to be married? You want to be happy? Fine. But that shit's not natural. The only thing these people are going to hear is, is that shit's not natural. They're not going to hear the fact that I just said, I have no problem with it. Do what you want to do. Right. And Iggy, you need to cut that up in audacity to make him sound fucking <laughs> right. terrible. Well, well, hold on. Let, like, let, me, let, let me play devil's advocate okay. because I, I disagree. If you look at like natural, is a plane natural? No. No. Yeah, it is. No, because hum, human yeah, beings it's naturally created made. it. Human beings created it. It's something that, that we created, and it, it's out there. It's made right. from natural materials that we source from the planet. Just because it's kind of complex doesn't mean it's not natural. And if you, if you, look, at, if you look at like homosexuality itself, like none of us ever decided what we liked and didn't like. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem with somebody's lifestyle like yeah. that. Shout out to the Wright brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I, I fully support anybody. If somebody comes to my show, and I even said this before the ABK show, somebody went there, and they, it was a man and a man holding hands, and somebody was talking shit, not only would I throw that person that was talking shit right. out for disrespecting them, right. I'd be the first one beating their ass in the fucking parking lot. I have no problem with that. And anybody who's felt like they are... They are uh, being victimized because because of it has my 100% sympathy. I'm for that. However, that's just my view. Yeah. Now, I, it, I'm completely fine with... Confl- I have friends that, that politically, we, we disagree. We'll sit down. We'll sit at a table at a, and we'll argue and we'll get red in the face. And then as soon as it's over, You're friends. we're friends. Yeah. But not everybody's like so that. Well is because we're all able to sit here and vent to each other and exactly. have to worry about people taking shit personally like Mike and I, buttheads. Jesus Christ. Like, let me tell you. All right. Let me tell you about the last after party we had here. I had the biggest fucking headache because these two did nothing but argue. And it was so weird to me because it was like they were at each other's throats. But when it was time to leave, they're like, all right, let's go back to my house. And then, but not everybody's like that. That's, that's what kind of keeps me from doing shit like that. Because sure we were arguing about freedom of speech, too. We were. We were. What keeps me from doing that is the fact that I'm the one primarily promoting these shows and sure. I've got to talk to these people. So yeah. the heat comes back to me. Yeah, dude. So it really comes back to a point of can I risk it and can I do both? Can I probably? But do I want to at this point in time? Not really, because we're still in the growing stages of getting these shows and people already are scared of the shows we're doing as it is now. Do I need the extra heat? No. All right. But is, is there going to be more nights where I get plastered and I see something on Facebook and I'm like, you know what? 
I'm calling this motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's going to be. It might happen tonight after you guys leave and I go to the gas station and get my drinks. It might happen. You might see one. I don't know. Dude, for real, like, my kids, all they watch is YouTube. Mm-hmm. All they watch is YouTube. You could start a YouTube channel with that. Like, for real. Well, That's got a, a couple. We've got a couple good, like, the Alliance Records public service announcements. Those have always been... Heat seekers. Them have been amazing. I just we've had two of them so far that have that have really. It's just kind of amazing that the four of us can have such a freedom of speech on everything that we're saying, and people people dig it. People like it. People watch it. Already, those, uh, those PSAs are more specifically centered around certain topics and yeah. people. Somebody, so a, somebody, seeking missiles. Somebody made about. a diss track towards us, and really? as opposed to making a diss track back, we hit them with a video. And after they saw the video, they took the diss track. Now we had them pretty hard. These people are still doing music any longer. I, really I haven't heard anything. We might have. We very well heard. might have ended their career with the video. Crushed them. Man. Yeah, they with like quote their unquote own career when they decided to make that diss track. Right. About he went on to go on as Young Thug. But <laughs> 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 all right. So um, we'll start to my right. Go ahead and give your social media and wherever people can find you. Again, I'm Sam from uh, Southside Soldiers, part of Alliance Records and Grind City Promotions. Uh, you can find Southside Soldiers on Facebook, and that's a S-O-U-L-J-A-S. Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud.com slash Alliance Records. Let me go ahead and be the first to say, being the Southside Soldiers real quick, we are changing that name, so if, if you can't find it, it's, it's good. It's deleted. I have to. It's, it, it, I have to. I had to say something because it's going to be coming up here in the next couple of weeks where I'm going to be pushing this. The site's still not going to be deleted, though. You'll be able to find it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I might so, delete thanks, it. Mike. <laughs> say your name. Oh, my name's Mike. Sorry. Sorry. Mike Steele. Half, half of the Southside Soldiers again. Alliance Records, Grind City Promotion, SoundCloud. It's all there. It's, it, just look me up. Look us all up. Knox. Uh, once again, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's a pleasure meeting you, man. It's, nice this has been you, a brother. this has been a good fucking time. Uh, it's Knox, uh, aka Mister Put a Handgun to Your Man Bun, aka <laughs> fucking, uh, <laughs> aka uh, the bad guy. Um, it's uh, this has been dope. Uh, I, first off, before I pimp myself uh, for this podcast, I want to shout out Alliance, man. Like I'm not, I'm not necessarily like a. Um, uh, a roster member of Alliance Records, but I met these guys at the ABK show. Uh, it was my first show locally off of uh, all the material that I've been fucking coming up with and uh, trying to do my shit with. And uh, these guys have been nothing but fucking dope to me and cool as fuck. These are my new homies, and uh, it's been fun, man. Uh, but anyways, it's Knox, and uh, you can check me out at uh, knoxofficial.com. Or the Facebook, the Twitter, the I don't have a fucking MySpace. It, but if you want to make a Knox MySpace, please by all fucking means do because it'd be hilarious with glitter graphics and all that shit. I want to be in your top eight. Anyway, <laughs> Ken, I'm J Row. Same thing as Southside Soldiers who are keeping the name Southside Soldiers because I'm not letting them change it. You're going to go to go to Facebook.com/slash/GrindCity. That's spelled G-R-Y-N-D City. Get all the upcoming promotion news that's coming up, all the new shows, anything that happens. 
Uh, or if you yourself want to be a part of it, look at us, look us up. If you got a band that you feel like needs a little bit more exposure, you know, we want to go multi-genre with this, not just rap. So uh, definitely get a hold of me. And uh, shout out to you, Izzy. Yeah, it's thanks, been man. Fucking the shit. And you got something coming out with uh, a, a few other uh, hip hop people, including uh, the singer Doc from Minister Sobriety. Yeah, we actually it'll be dropping tonight, so that it's before it'll be before this podcast is even released, but. Um, yeah, I got a track with Menace to Sobriety's member Doc. Uh, one of the other guys that does shows with us, Ghost, and some other cats down in Florida. Uh, my homie down Pat down there, and a uh, dude named Basic Music. Um, yeah, we got a track with all of us dropping the night. So it's been kind of like a year long project that we've just been kind of like, I've sent it out to people, and I got so many dope verses back. I was like, fuck it, we're making a mega mix. So there's five verses of this track. I'm really, I'm hoping to get some buzz tonight. But yeah. It's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Hi guys, you guys can go check me out on social media at the Easy Rock. Uh, please go to theeasyrock.com for everything you need. If you want to email me, theeasyrock at gmail.com. And if you want to call in a voicemail, and I love voicemails, I will play them on the podcast. If you want to talk about a movie you saw, if you want to talk about a band or anything that you're into, or send Izzy hate mail about the fact that I think gays aren't natural. Yeah, you can, you can, you, you can send a voicemail into that and be like, what the fuck, man? What about a gay plane? <laughs> Let the man finish. <laughs> um, but call on the voicemail, 937-265-2024. It's a Google Voice for anybody who is out there wanting a voicemail for your podcast. Start a Google Voice and you will get phone calls. Just let those shit go to voicemail. Um, but rate, review, and subscribe if you dig the podcast. Let people know about it. Share it with your friends. But uh, we're, we're about to play some music at the end of this. What, what are the three tracks that, that we got? Three tracks. First one's by me, J-Rail, called Alliance Up. Second track is from my dude Chucky, called Deal With Me. Third track is from Southside Soldiers, called When The Time Comes. Southside Soldiers, When The Time Comes. <laughs> Southside Soldiers, Southside. When The Time Comes. That's can, what they are. can we slip a fourth one in? We can put a nice track in there. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'd say everybody's favorite off the project I just worked on, Backstabber's Handbook, is called Funeral. Funeral. Yeah, so uh, Funeral's popping pretty hard. I heard that one yesterday. That was a damn good track. Uh, yeah, so Funeral from Knox, K-N-O-X-X, all caps, please. <laughs> I learned Sweet. that the hard way. That, so that'll be the fourth track that you hear. Please go give these guys some love. Um, don't be haters out there. <laughs> Let, let them let them know that you're you're supporting them. Let them know that you want to hear a podcast from them. If you guys are out there and you've never heard my podcast before, this is your first time, but your friends or your fans of these guys, let them know. Get out there and do a podcast. We want to hear we want to hear your rants, man. So let <laughs> let, let it fly. All Been right, a pleasure, fellas. Later, Sorry. guys. Cheers, J Roman. Shout out to DJ Mike Magic and Dicky Diamond. Scratch the surface, volume two. You know how we do. Shit. Alliance up, sub. All day, every day. Get the words up the lips. Best believe we live that way. Alliance up, sub. We ain't hard to find. If you want it, you can get it. Bitches stand in line. Alliance up, sub. We ain't playing no games. If you talk sick, you better be prepared to bang. Alliance up, sub. We ain't giving a fuck. Southside, Chuck J. Bitch, that's what's up. Yeah, I'm coming through. And ain't nobody can stop me. I rock the mic and rock your girl and switch around like a swap me. I'm underrated and most hated cause I jack my job. But you should be more worried about your girl jacking me off. I'm a boss in this game. You a pawn to be hanged. You two beneath me to matter. Keeps a fuck with the things. I'm feeling like the rock. Cause I'm walking so tall. While these soft ass rappers got me feeling like Biggie Smalls. Make a MC wanna sing for a living. Yeah.
shit on their own All of the cats around here get love from mama at home Yeah, y'all used to be the shit, but those days are long gone Y'all stuck in high school like you was at an adult prom Relax, up, up, I'll take every day, get the worst of the lips Best believe we live that way Other times I'm like a bomb and I'll cut your fucking throat out I don't wanna be violent, so I say to myself But sometimes hating faggots just trying to go to hell I step up on stage and like that bitch on fire It's like I'm destined for this shit, sucker rappers retire They don't want it with me, I'm a pure MC While these other cats out here just simulate what they see We don't need no fucking swag, we don't copy no one If you ain't ever met a G, it's time to know one Y'all gon' make me start counting like my name was S5 And when the clock is out of talk, it's lying's records till we die Lights Playful. 
people, Ricky Schroeder. I'm seldom on the scene, seen silver, cause I'm pneumonia. Casanova, come by with the clutch of a cobra. My quota is roller, get rolled over till I'm shoulder level Jehovah. These balls ain't balls, it's the new gospel. Snatch a bitch out of air apostle, put it on a tonsil, con colossal. Call me fucking Mickey, not shaking the walls of the penalty box like you heard. I slaughter flocks, and I'm sick, motherfucker. In the risk in the vaccine, getting rich, motherfucker. It's my deadbeat dad's dream. Cash rules everything around me. Fake my death, grew a beard, and the feds never found me one. Fuck. If I had a fuck to give, I'd have two. Brandish both like a weapon and put them right up in front of you. If I had a fuck to give, I'd say fuck you, fuck me, fuck your local PD, the powers that be, and everything you're seeing on your TV. Go 
so many times when police try to confront me My soul so wicked, I feel like I don't even want me If I ever change, then it's got to be the money Please forgive me if that ever happens Thoughts we keep on stacking, so much dumb shit Fucking with my head I'm trying to get my piece of the pie before I'm dead I'm Judge Dredd, no, I dread the judge Got enough bad, but I'm wondering what my good be enough How to ran out of love, just like the coach Now I'm fighting spirits of poverty and spirits of dope The ones that tell me that they care, the ones that toss me the rope So what the fuck is family for, if there is no hope They love to see your boy, on the downward slope Cause misery loves company, but I'm not like before So please accept my changes, cause I am on the rise And I will not stop until I kiss the sky Cause I, you are tuned in to the hottest cats in the city If I'm a problem, I dare you to come deal with me I'm a survivor, and I'm still sitting free See me on the come up and you stuck and you can't deal with it You are tuned in to the hottest cats in the city If I'm a problem, I dare you to come deal with me I'm a survivor Weapon 
seen a man Should I run? It don't matter what you think away Never listen to you when that thing is eventually done When the time comes, I bet that it's in your bed It's a life phone, it depends on the scene of man Should I run? It don't matter what you think away Never position you when that thing is eventually done I'm frustrated, I think I'm losing my mind To calibrate it, feeling angry but I'm reading sublime Inebriated, that's how I'm spending my time Cause when I lose myself I realize that I'm doing just fine Asphyxiated, I wake up and it gets harder to breathe Anticipate it's what the world around me seems to perceive When they look into what I'm doing and what tends to be me But what's awake to the greatest what I'm aiming to be I made a beat, and so are you and most of us either But what's unique is I'm proclaiming just to maybe to beat it I might remain as you've seen it to you The reason is plain to refrain from reinventing me and changing my name Feeling pain, man, it's making me insane Damn, how the hell am I supposed to try to stay the same Sam, getting with the game plan, fitting with the made man Try to make it rain and all does snow With a need to be repressed, so the yes is always no Cause when I reminisce, I'm better times are bitter once a show I'm a menace to the world and it's seemingly untold Cause I'm trying to resurrect, but I've left this on my soul As a flawless individual criminal, that's a pivotal part of me Part of me, but if I'm artified for someone to follow me with the follow with all for the fellow comrade and battle to be the bastard that's responsible for all the shadowing doesn't matter when I'm a hat of this matter than him And won't assume that you just still let us are shattering But let's get back to not attacking and strap him on in And let the second part of all the madness begin Cause when the time comes I'm ahead and see you dead It's a lot of fun It depends on the scene I'm in Should I run? It matters what you think away Never position you when that thing is eventually done When the time comes I'm ahead and see you dead It's a lot of fun It depends on the scene I'm in Should I run? It matters what you think away Never position you when that thing is eventually done got no rocky when I got that wind first And then freeze the balls in the middle of December I'm the ember that can keep you warm in my brain Check the years you know I'm armed, armed with artillery I just wanna kick it clean Through the green tree in the park I'm menacing, menace to society Words are like knives being thrown blind Side haters ride by my fire eyes And I got a violent tendency Enemy fly to the cheek Is a feature fucking teeth Throw my knuckles in my ear Count the steeples in my feast I'm a creature with the peace in my feature I'm a peace in my leisure I'm gonna feed with a seizure You can seize what you've seen And put it on your peep On your code, you can scream Of the private of your magazine Fucking proper rock to catch a nine in between With your mind so obscene What define what it means To design with the rhyme What you try and defeat What the lions in the jungle with the violence gives because violence is seems as an Irish decision The American gangster, shawty put your hands up Every motherfucker need to get it on the ground But this is not a rubbery industrial sound Spoken a vivid imagination, just imagine when I pound some Bottles if they kill the hard to see and now I'm down some Fighters as a fight is scaring even though I made it there I see in dark and elimination, the glare and every everywhere I had a glimpse of hope but then I shit it in my underwear Pitted as the sun is I'm the one who made it there Took a dark piss, raised a pitted to make it fair, yeah You to come along and visual my song With my meaning in my thinking, got my singing in my wrong yeah. Everybody's opinion gotta matter somehow Anybody being a minion, I would never back them Standing at attention, wearing vocals that I mentioned that my focus on my switch and it wasn't some of the tracks now. Every time comes, I'm ready to see you dead. It's a lot of fun. It depends on the scene I'm in. Should I run? It matters what you think away. Never position you when that thing is eventually done. When the time comes, I'm ready to see you dead. It's a lot of fun. It depends on the scene I'm in. Should I run? It matters what you think away. Never position you when that thing is eventually done. I'm feeling cynical. I'm not independent, but it's unpredictable. I've been to less, but it's called the end of my specific role. But this is more than all that combined expendable. It's not what I plan to be when I see the most horrific ones step into the light. Hell no, I'll stand up and fight not to go. It's never over till the day I decide that my soul is no longer capable. When I'm lower than capable of the things I was able to make seem easy and graceful But that's the now I'm doing all right, so go and stay up all night Hit a tall pipe and stare at the starlight And wonder why the world we're living in was built this way And what if anything that I can do to start a change All to the sudden strange, of that I'm well aware I'm breaking it down to the point that I wonder what if I did it Bury the men and burn the carry the burden, I'm wearing the curtain to hide my face Running within the race and running to win in the first place Explain that, I can't, but I would've waged it Seeing as I've known me on a first name basis Look for spaceships, trying to remember the basics Seeing the people around me woes and amazes I'm taking a drink and making a toast to the tasteless Cause when they can relate it, it'll be hard for them to face this you're playing upon the guitar thinking I'm a bassist I'm penicillin' when you're whatever the fucking case is I'm the melting part of America And you're the racist Quickly, make sure that you never play this
Yeah, it's your boy Jay. Salute shit right here. I got the best of the best with me. Yeah. Lights up. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. If you wanna try, come step in. Show your fist up. Raise it to the sky. Got a click for the soldiers and we're ready to ride. Everybody run the ride. We always ready to die. The whole crew's ready screaming out. Let's get it on. Show your fist up. Raise it up high. Got a click for the soldiers and we're ready to ride. Everybody run the ride. We always ready to die. The whole crew's ready screaming out. Up in this bitch and we run this shit. The squad things out the girls, cause we're still that bitch. Fuck John Cena, but nobody can see this. It's like we in that's the things and you're stuck in the Prius. Show us local rappers, man. Yeah, they all wanna be us. Cause they know damn well they know where they can beat us. Now it's popping up a need, but I do not get sad. In fact, I start to smile, cause I know I get mad. Throw your middle finger up, tell them all fuck you. My whole crew too deep, bitch. What you gon' do? Throw your middle finger up, tell them all fuck you. When you see us in the streets, ain't shit you gon' do. Throw your middle finger up. Tell them all fuck you, my heart grew too deep Bitch, what you gon' do? Throw a middle finger up Tell them all fuck you When you see us in the streets Ain't shit you gon' do Throw your fist up Raise it to the sky Got a click for the soldiers And we're ready to ride Everybody run the ride We always ready to die The whole crew's ready screaming out Throw your fist up Raise it up high Got a click for the soldiers And we're ready to ride Everybody run the ride We always ready to die The whole crew's ready screaming out I was the whip a motherfucker with the quickness Got a hand on my business so I'm never leaving a witness Come and get this, my brain riddled with sickness Fucking with the menace, you will cease to exist So knuckle up cause I'm ready to fuck you up You a telephone tough guy but really you just a punk And I'm sick of your shit, motherfucker you better split Before I pull up the 40 and unload the whole clip You really don't have a clue who you fucking with Brain sick, I'm on that twisted insane type shit So stop acting like a bitch cause you acting like a bitch And if you step to me son, you getting smacked like a bee So I'm ready the machete cause you in the confetti, I'm a nightmare on Elm Street, bitch. They call me Freddy, got a problem solver. Snub nose revolver for any motherfucker that's trying to start drama. Throw your fist up, raise it to the sky. Got a click for the soldiers and we're ready to ride. Everybody run the ride, we always ready to die. The whole crew's ready screaming out. Throw your fist up, raise it up high. Got a click for the soldiers and we're ready to ride. Everybody run the ride, we always ready to die. The whole crew's ready screaming out. We got a click full of soldiers, bitch, we ain't playing And you know I'm down to ride, coming straight out of day Eastside, represent your hood Cause if I got it, you got it, homie, we all eating good Front row at my show, bitches blowing me kisses Then I sign up big titties, tell them, man, it's just business I'm a crazy white boy, you don't wanna see the hitless But when you go to work, I make your bitch my mistress Explosive, bitch You don't probably heard of me, I'm an underground king Hit a building on me, throw your fist in the air Take a bite and get a taste Cause when we hit the scene, we taking over the place Nowadays, Everybody's just trying to get paid Everybody wanna rap but most of y'all sound gay You need to get a 9 to 5 cause it's ain't your place I bet my music still stays even when I'm in the brain Throw your fist up, raise it to the sky Got a click for the soldiers and we're ready to ride Everybody run the ride, we always ready to die The whole crew's ready screaming out Throw your fist up, raise it up high Got a click for the soldiers and we're ready to ride Everybody run the ride, we always ready to die The whole crew's ready screaming out Let me at him I ain't got a 
problem throwing hands, throwing elbows that will explode on impact. There ain't a blow I can throw that wouldn't show. I can put a hole through your whole dome with a fist crack. Impact. You need a little room to breathe. I got the stamina. Haven't you had to battle a beast? I'm an animal who's after your woman's vaginal crease. Got a pair of hips that I would love to rattle between. I'm a dog whose butt is just as real as the bark. I'm so raw, my South Park could cause art. The blood's better analyst, and it gets even worse. I'll be the kamikaze driver inside of the hearse. Put it in work to make your life a living hell. I'll find a way to fuck with you even within a cell. So call the cops, give a fuck if I am in law. Just remember you provoked me to get it on. Raise to the sky, got a click for the soldiers and we're ready to ride. Everybody run the ride, we always ready to die. The whole crew steady screaming out. Let's get it on. Raise it up high, got a clip for the soldiers and we're ready to ride. Everybody run the ride, we always ready to die. The whole crew's steady screaming out, pain. Hope I'm one man wrecking ball, I don't need to click it all. Jehovah is my road, don't too many of you do flows. Same ones who claim they got your back, stab you in and jack you in a minute. I'm home with Lion Team and test my family. And see a lion, bring the pain and see some lion full of gimmicks. Suck and try and leave you lying in your DNA. I ain't kidding, kidding, leave the DOA. Heed the words that I say, look. Don't worry, be busy now. Don't worry. 
I'm Justin. I'm Jody. From the bad parent. <laughs> this could be a while. All right. Hey, I'm Justin. I'm Jody. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> now I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> hey, Jody. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> hey, Jody. Hi, Justin. Do you like guys with beards? Um, sometimes. Sometimes? What about bald heads? Most of the time. What if there are guys with beards and bald heads with just deep rivers of blue eyes that just say, I love you? I tend to marry them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if they're just a genuinely good dude, too? Uh, I just friend them. Befriend them? Not befriend them. friend them. Not friend them? That sounds like a Facebook thing. What about thing? be friendly with them? Not too friendly. Not too friendly? I don't know. Well, the Izzy Rock meets those requirements. He's bearded. He's bald. He's got those deep rivers of bluey, bluey eyes. You mean he's got triple Bs? Yes, triple Bs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a couple podcasts that he does. I knew that. Yeah, Tales from the Hard Side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the Block with his bestest friend ever, Scott Epic. Mm-hmm. And then he also produces the Gem City Podcast, which is a local like artsy-fartsy type podcast in the Dayton, Ohio area. So, well, who knew? I know. I, I, basically, what I'm trying to say here is he's a good guy. You should go listen to him. Give him, a, give him a shout out. And if you like his stuff, you know what? Subscribe to him on iTunes. Also, you can leave him a comment. Rate, review, and subscribe, people. We'd appreciate it. And so would he. Yes, yes, he would. Oh, he's a, he's a dad, too. So the Bad Parenting Podcast loves the fact that he's a dad. So that helps out. Dads also, are great. Dads are great. Two cool sons. See, good dude. Reason good kids. We need more people like him. I agree. So yes, yes. Listen, listen to Izzy's shit. It's, it's awesome. Agree again. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. Red Moth LLC is a local company with a firm belief in community and the cooperative spirit, releasing both music and film in the Dayton, Ohio area, along with other national releases. Red Moth LLC is funded solely by the artists associated with the company and with the support of local listeners like yourselves. You can find out more about us by going to www.redmothrecords.com. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at redmothllc, and you can find us at Twitter at redmoth underscore records. If you would like to donate to the cause and help support a local company, go to www.gofundme.com slash redmothllc and join the Red Moth Survival Initiative. Hey guys, it's Izzy Rock. Do you like art? Well, I like art as well. And my friend Ray Taylor, who started the Inspired Disorder Collective, is an artist. And I want you to go to inspireddisorder.com, go to Ray Taylor's store, and check out all the badass art this dude has created. Put it in the code Izzy Rock. This is a sponsor for the podcast. Go support the Tales from the Heartside podcast by supporting Ray Taylor. That's right. By supporting Ray Taylor, you can also support your friend Izzy Rock. So go to inspiredisorder.com and go check out the store. And when you check out, put in the coupon code IZZYROCK.
later. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.